millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A term deposit still relevant anymore it's an interesting thing these questions come up every now and again and i just thought i'd spend a moment to chat about term deposits before the introduction of online savings account which i think ing direct were like the big market movers and the first market to do this in a really good affordable high interest paying way compared to the other banks who provided savings account term deposits they were a place to park your money for a specified term and the longer that you would park your money, the higher interest rate you would get. So, for example, if you got a two-year term deposit, obviously, you would have a higher interest rate than taking a six-month term deposit. A lot of people still ask, hey, what's the go with term deposits? Should I get one? Should I not? And I would say, as a general rule, I believe the trade-off that you get for flexibility with an online savings account, you know, if something came up and you had to access your money you could still get a little bit from there. However, if you had a term deposit of, say, $30,000, I'm making up a number here, and you had to access even $5,000, you would get penalized for that whole amount. So, as a rule of thumb, I generally wouldn't worry about term deposits because the interest rate isn't that much different to a good online savings account. So, if you did have an amount of money, and there might be some minimums for some term deposits with some institutions. So, if you did have an amount that you know you didn't need to touch for two years, just check out the online savings rate. And it might be another bank that has an introductory rate for an online savings account. Check that out. Obviously, check out the term deposit rate, but just know the trade-off. If it was 0.1% of a percent less interest to have an online savings account, is it worth taking that for the flexibility of having access to your cash without being penalized? If you do have a reason that you want a term deposit, and one of those reasons might be to stop you spending it, it's locked away for that period of time, be it six months, two years, one years, whatever it is. It might be of benefit to have it out of sight, out of mind. Another strategy that you could do is have an online savings account with another bank that you don't use day to day and not have that app on your phone and you literally just, it's out of sight, out of mind growing in the background. But if you are going to have a term deposit, I want you to think of some potential strategy. And that could be, and I'll make up a number again. Well, I'll just use $30,000. If you had $30,000 savings, you might say, look, I'm going to put $15,000 in a term deposit and I'm going to put $15,000 in an online savings account. The best of both worlds. But as a rule of thumb, I really think term deposits are probably a bit old school now and not of a huge use or benefit. But again, everybody's situation is different. Now, what we do in the financial planning land with term deposits, if somebody has significant wealth and there is a need for term deposits, be it in their superannuation or or whatever. So, if I had a client and they had $1 million and there was the strategy that, you know, we would keep $100,000 in the cash account at all times so they can always have access to money, $900,000 free to invest, but there was a bit of a concern and they just wanted to feel safe and secure. So, we put $200,000 of that into term deposits. 
what we would do with that $200,000, instead of potentially just throwing $200,000 into a term deposit and locking that away for two years, we might go either, okay, there will be, so we might do two $100,000 term deposits over a two-year period or one-year period, whatever that is. So, if the worst case happened and there was an emergency and they needed that money and it could be an older client and there could be some medical issues and you had to break that money, you wouldn't be penalized for breaking the whole 200000 You could just break, you know, the smaller term deposit. Or another strategy is if you had that $200,000 that were allocated to term deposits, put $100,000 in a two-year fixed term deposit, then you might say, we'll put the other $50,000 in a two-year fixed term deposit as well. And then the remaining $50,000, we might just have that in a six-month term deposit. And you can usually set with the institutions that they automatically roll over. So again, like anything, your situation is different. If you do need term deposits, split them up maybe just to hedge your bet a little bit. Uh, and just really have a look at different online savings accounts because I think you might find the trade-off in interest rate because they might be a little bit higher on the interest rate with a term deposit, but you don't have that flexibility of liquidity. If you do need that liquidity and the flexibility of breaking the term deposit, split your term deposit in half and have two term deposits or again, as I said, put half of the money on a term deposit and half of the money in an online savings account. Hey, it's a good discussion, not overly relevant, but I hope that get you thinking about holding cash. If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. In fact, it's a general advice podcast. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on get help and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances. Any advice in this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Getter Proprietary Limited, trading a sort your money out, are authorised representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 